0: So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
1: A Dear Media original podcast.
2: It's not like we talk all the time, but yeah. like, you know, if you see something or hear something or you something, you know, comes up like I'm a text away or and say yeah. hi and, and, and check in. And I don't know. But I, I think I could that's do great. That, I man. could
3: be friends with all of my exes. I have mm-hmm. two that can't be friends with me, which, OK, fine. But well, shit. Your problem, not mine. (laughs) (laughs) Here we are, the final episode. Holy. Guacamole tequila. Cheers. To get us going. dang And to you all. Yeah, seriously. I'm scared. I to Ugh.
2: share with you all how far I've come. Wow. I can drink tequila Ugh. and not scream at Kristen.
3: I have to chase that always.
2: <laughs> you know what we okay. should have done? What? We should have started our own tequila.
3: Oh, damn it.
2: What do you guys think? Should we start our own tequila? <laughs> Place your comments below. That ship has
3: sailed. We should. We <laughs> honestly, first episode, should have.
2: Oh, blowing it. Damn Wait, it. were you on that MTV? At least, like, You're took us right. an opportunity You're that right. we could, we could actually make a little money to off know of. Our,
3: name. <laughs> our last name. <laughs> That's true. They wanted to own us forever. Uh, all right, I you can't guys, believe this is it. Little
2: bonus episode. Why don't you give us a little introduction?
3: Oh, God, Let's I'm mix it up. scared. I don't know if I can do this. Welcome in, you guys. It is Back to the Beach with Steven. And Kristen.
2: Steven Coletti.
3: And Kristen Cavallari. We're hammered. Mm-hmm. You know, one shot. Yeah. We can't even do a fucking intro. Cut it out. Cut <laughs>
2: it out. Keep it. In. Keep,
3: keep it. it in. Keep it. Here we are. We. This is the final episode of Back to the Beach. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to recap both seasons for you guys. And we're just feeling—well, I, I can only speak for myself, I guess. But I'm feeling very emotional. I can't believe that this is the last one. And coming off of last week's episode, which was the final episode of season two, which was incredibly emotional— I'm kind of feeling all the feels again.
2: Are you? Yeah, yeah. good. I am. It's good to see that because we talked about in that other episode. I said you had all the weird feels throughout that <laughs> yeah. final episode,
1: Thanks.
2: <laughs> as you're so emotional. But then to now see that you're watching that, you're able to have a very positive experience out of that and look back on on those memories and those times with your friends there. And yeah, and to to be here now and 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 have that all kind of metabolized in a way of like, this is a positive experience and. I feel you there. You know, it's it's been such an interesting journey for me of trying to process what Laguna Beach, the real Orange County was and how it affected my life and, and you know, how I was going to feel about it as I moved forward in life. And then eventually, you know, I felt like I wanted to go in there and really see what it was about because there were a lot of negative thoughts. But you know what? We've watched it. Yeah. And… You know, there's it's nice to see those those positive memories, right? No,
3: I I got to tell you and I think I've said it a couple times, but this has been one of the highlights of my career. I mean, truly, I have enjoyed this experience so much mm-hmm. and it's been all of the things. It's been really funny at times. It's been therapeutic. It's it's really left such a positive taste in my mouth. I had forgotten about a lot of it, so to go back and relive some of these moments, I thought was really special. But to be able to clear up a lot of the stuff between us, mm-hmm. because to your point, I definitely had some negative thoughts about it. And now I can really wrap this up nicely. And I have nothing but positive thoughts. And yeah, I think so much time has passed. Like even the dumb stuff, you know, we could laugh at it. It's like, I I just could not be more thankful for you bringing up this idea, for us doing this together, for all of our fans who are still so invested. Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that this podcast did so well, you guys, that's insane. 18 years later, this podcast is what made me realize the magnitude of the show back in the day. I knew it was a big deal back in the day, but all these years later to have people tune in and be as invested has been something that's been so eye-opening and really special and something I'm really proud of. And so… Thank you guys as the listeners, the viewers, and to you for having this idea.
2: Well, look, I I think I got to thank the viewers here because as I alluded to earlier, there was a lot of negative thoughts and an uncomfortable spot. I never watched the show, never wanted to. I knew I would at some point, but for a long time, I didn't want anything to do with it. And over the years, there have been people that have come up to me and talked about the show. And it's through you guys out there that have shared your experience of Relating to the relationships on the show, what your friends went through, and seeing it made you, you know, feel a little more comfortable with maybe what was going on at that point in your life. Mm -hmm. And look, as a storyteller, as what I do now, to be able to connect to an audience that way, all these years, I truly underestimated that. And because it felt silly to me and this odd portrayal of my life, a lot of it being real, a lot of it, you know, being another version of it, made for TV, sensationalized, Mm -hmm. to have you guys connect with it and share those thoughts with me. It made me feel more comfortable with it. And that is what was the genesis of me saying, you know what? I, I feel like I, I should go back and watch this show. And it would be fun. One very odd social experiment <laughs> leading to another. <laughs> because this is another very odd social experiment. Let's let two high school sweethearts. Yeah. Right? get together almost 20 years later yeah. and talk about the TV show that was filmed about their lives and their relationship. And, I know. and it's, it's, there's no guidebook for that. No. <laughs> the precedent no. is non-existent. <laughs> and again, I, I felt like this could be a positive experience. And just because you and I have been friends, of course, over the years yeah. and, and know that we could always give each other a little shit. Like we have our little banter, our little back yeah. and forth, the way we toss the ball back and forth when we do the show. And I feel like if we put us through this experience, like it it would be something that could be interesting and and fun for you all to hear.
3: Yeah, I think that's incredible. Okay, so I have a question. Shoot. Would you do it all over again?
2: 100%.
3: Me too. And I wouldn't change a thing. Not one thing. Ah, really? Well, listen, there's moments I'm not proud of, but no, ultimately, as cliche as it is, it's gotten me where I am today. And I really do think doing this show made me take a hard look in the mirror and figure out who the fuck I was. So I think it really helped me grow up and probably made me not be as big of an asshole as I probably easily could have been.
2: That's a great way of putting that. And I think for myself, I can easily say, looking at the show, of like, whoa, whoa, the, the guy who's like blatantly playing two girls all at once. Like for the show, I'm like, I'm not that guy. However, you can see, and I realize this now watching the show, certain decisions that you're making that you think at the time not mature enough, and and you're like, well, I'm not...
3: Say it, because I love where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking say it. <laughs> I wasn't, you
2: know, I didn't think that I was that guy, but yeah. I was doing things at that time that were that guy, right?
3: Did we all hear that? So... <laughs> yes!
2: I think understanding yeah. that and seeing that has been like, look, yeah, y- y- you need to take a good long look in the mirror at some things that you were doing, and that... Kind of came to me a little bit later. Yeah. Because as I said, I, I went more very insecure with the show after it came out. You're mm-hmm. saying it it gave you the opportunity to take a good long look in the mirror at yourself. Mm-hmm. That I think took me some time because I just wanted like to shove the show aside. So this is not a thing. <laughs> Nobody, right. Nobody's yeah. watching this. Yeah. All this. And so yeah, there's my life lesson there that's yeah. I think is is really important of like, you know, you can't just brush everything under the rug. <laughs> Gotta you know, face it at I some know you're point. a dude. Yeah, yeah, but like, hey, maybe. Break down some of these emotions. Talk to somebody about your feelings. And be careful. Because look, one thing that is major for me and what I realized, and I think that was like, what was happening in the show is like, I never wanted to let anybody down, you know? Mm. And so, it's like a part of like, the way I handled my relationship with Lauren.
3: Yeah.
2: I never wanted to like, let her down and hurt her. And I think ultimately, a lot of decisions I made at that point in my life were hurting her, of course. Yeah. You know? And And probably um,
3: hurt her more because instead of just saying what you needed to say, you're trying to please everybody, which then came off as lying or whatever. And so it ended up hurting her more. The
2: harder thing to do, and this took me a little while in life to realize, and I'm so glad I eventually did somewhere in my 20s, the harder thing to do being the right thing to do. And it's initially after that, getting that over with, whether it's, you know, you could be dating somebody and, and it's like, you know what, this isn't working out and instead of just like a lot of people will just ghost these days or <laughs> running away having the comp- I don't but,
3: understand the ghosting.
2: yeah we, I we, do
3: but I it's have like, done, it, we've all done it though we've all done it because <laughs> yeah. it's so
2: much easier yeah, I know right? you're just like oh <sighs> fuck but like that does unfortunately leave the other person in such a spot and it, it draws it out so much longer than it needs to
3: all it takes is a simple conversation
2: exactly I know. and and yeah I mean the harder thing to do is the better thing to do for all involved and eventually oh, I like I, that that's a good line I, I did realize that. The harder
3: thing is the better thing to do.
2: We're all involved.
3: Ain't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> look at us all these years uh, later.
2: Like. Yep, yep. So, wow.
3: Well, maybe it made it so that you ended up being a really good guy instead of in your early 20s, like most guys playing a thousand girls, not just two. Maybe you were like a really good guy because of it. I mean, look. Because you were so sensitive to not being that guy. Or yeah. were you still kind of a player? I don't know. No, I mean, I,
2: I, I, I had a f- bunch of relationships throughout my twenties. I was, you know, a time when I was single, and I was time when I was in relationships. It's, yeah, it's been a mix. It was a mixed bag through my twenties. But I have always felt that the grass is greener on the relationship side. People always, oh, the grass is greener if you're single or not. Oh,
3: I like it's Kind that. of funny that we're yeah. going down
2: this road. I do feel <laughs> that it is greener on the relationship side. I think having that companionship, having somebody, having yeah. your partner, your teammate in life. Yeah. Is very important.
3: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, not to say being single isn't fun. Sure. Okay. Sure, sure, sure.
2: Of course, of course. (laughs) course.
3: But I agree with you. I very much would rather be in a relationship where I'm currently at in my life right now. I'm having fun being single because I was never single. I always had boyfriends. I think in my early 20s, there was like a nine-month period where I was single and that was it. So this is the first time in my life, like, I'm going on dates and I'm having fun because I'm figuring out ultimately what I want. But I agree with you. I am a a relationship. I was to say, are you tried and true?
2: Now it's it's yeah, it's fair because you're you're getting out of a long relationship. You were married, yeah, but yeah, but you're going on dates to find another figure. teammate. And I swear right? to god, to yes. find another partner yes. that you want to be with long term. You're yes. not going on dates just to like like well, yeah. I'm, maybe one two out there you're like, "Oh, this will be fun. This will be a good story. I'm going to go I, out with this guy." Tell you what, I'm
3: getting a lot of good stories, but no, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think every guy I go on even one date with, I'm taking away a little bit more knowledge of either what I do want or what I don't want. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I'm getting a very concrete idea of what I do want, which is ultimately a good thing.
2: Go on with your bad self.
3: Damn it. One day, one day, I'll be in a relationship
0: again.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys, one last time. Let's talk about our good friends, HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you, of course, get farm-fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal
2: kit. That's right. And HelloFresh is your recipe for success. From foolproof instructions to high-quality proteins and veggies— HelloFresh brings out your inner chef with every tasty, easy-to-prepare meal.
3: This summer, spend less time meal planning and prepping with HelloFresh's pre-portioned ingredients that make it easy to get cooking quick.
2: That's right. No matter your lifestyle, you'll always find delicious recipes on the HelloFresh menu, like pescatarian and veggie. You can even swap proteins and sides to make a recipe just how you like it.
3: HelloFresh is more convenient than grocery shopping. But did you know that it's cheaper, too? It's also 25% less expensive than takeout.
2: Guys, HelloFresh has been with us the whole way here on Back to the Beach, and I've definitely tried a lot of their meals. So I'm here to send you guys off with a final favorite and also a newbie. Highly recommend across the board to all. It is vegan. It is the vegan chickpea coconut curry. Uh, Who out there doesn't like curry? And if you don't, you need to figure it out. It's the vegan chickpea coconut curry with green beans and basmati rice and cilantro. Yes, maybe add a little hot sauce to that. Yes, and it's only like 700 calories. So check that out, you guys. That is a a meal that I've recently found, and I will carry on long after back to the beach.
3: Yum, you've had some good recipes. Okay, you guys, to get that recipe and many others, go to hellofresh.com slash beach16 and use code beach16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. Again, that's hellofresh.com slash beach16 and use code beach16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping.
2: The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Guys, it's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you, and you never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Uh, You know, this is very important as we get further and further in life. Uh, to acquire new tools to take care of ourselves because I got news for you youngins. It only gets more complicated. We thought our little lives in Laguna Beach were complicated just wait until you reach your 30s and 40s. (laughs) And that is why BetterHelp is here to help you better yourself and offer that perspective. So guys, I highly recommend that you check out BetterHelp. Kristen, you're a big proponent of therapy.
3: Yeah. If you guys have listened to the podcast, then you've definitely heard me talk about how much I love therapy. I've been in and out of it pretty much my whole life. I just feel like having that unbiased opinion is so nice sometimes to just give you a different perspective on things. I just know that I've never walked out of therapy not feeling better than when I went. And also, I feel like I've just gotten so many lifelong tools that I can use in therapy as well.
2: Again, you guys, if you're thinking of starting therapy, do give BetterHelp a try. It can be a very positive force in your life, and it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just you can fill out a brief questionnaire on their website to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you have the opportunity to switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. There's so much benefit coming from BetterHelp, guys. You got to check them out. Guys, visit betterhelp.com slash beach10 today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash beach10. All right. Well, let me ask you something. Like, is there something when you're rewatching it that you've noticed about yourself that you still do to this day?
3: Well, you know, I think… Okay, because you really only got to see the real me in certain situations or, like, little glimpses of it. But those glimpses, the, like, playful and goofy side, the, Mm -hmm. like, that is all very much still me. Also, I do stand up for myself, but in a different way now where it's much—it's softened over the years, I would say. But I have boundaries. I, like, I know how to stand up for myself and walk away from situations or, like, I just don't put up with bullshit, which is how I've always been. Mm. So that it all still stands true.
2: Hmm. What about you? I'm still a pat hugger. I've been. Told Are about, you a
3: pat hugger? Oh, um, I think we may have talked about this.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, you still, should not do that. Old <laughs> <laughs> slap on the back. You should work on that.
2: <laughs> yep. So I, th- I
3: still. You still have like that goofy, playful side too.
2: Yeah. That you got. No, to, I, you I'm. Got to I'm see. always young at heart. Yeah, I want to, you know, be be playful and and to me, maturity can be too much maturity. It can be a little boring. I where,
1: agree.
2: You know, I still. The, the, the youthful enthusiasm, I hope, is, is there for a long time. Because yeah. Because I think that that is a, a key in life as our responsibilities get bigger and you know, a lot more distractions in life. I think to be able to take that moment to be more present because it, it's really kind of what it is, is be playful, have fun in moments and not be so stressed out about the rat race of life. Yeah. What's next? Where am I going? And of course, I'm sure you know you know this more than me because I don't have kids, but to just all the responsibilities that, that you know entail life can distract us from those moments of being present and having fun with what you have in this moment. Yeah. I mean, you've talked about it. It's, yeah. And so, yeah, I, I think it's, you know, you always got to find opportunities to play.
3: I love that. Yes, you should always be young at heart, for sure.
2: We wanted to thank you guys, you know, for everything that you've done and sharing your experience with us and being along for the journey here with us as, as we watch all these episodes. And, and your feedback has been important to us. We've read it. We yeah. listened to the voicemails and we've enjoyed, you know, getting kind of a real time feedback from you guys of, of what your thoughts are as you're hearing us talk about the show again. Yeah. So with that, I think we should pop into a couple of voicemails for the folks. Yeah,
3: let's do it. I
1: love this. We'll start with Anna. Hi, Kristen and Steve Ben. Oh, this is Anna from Virginia. Steve? I have yeah. to say that. Thanks for humoring me. <laughs> I just wanted to call and first say thank you for doing this. I'm really enjoying every episode and all the nostalgia. So many of my high school memories involved the show. From sleepovers with girlfriends, binge watching the DVDs, <laughs> and then the day after the show aired, it was all we'd talk about at the lunch table that next day, dissecting oh, everything. Great. I was a diehard team, Kristen, don't worry. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Um, but good. anyway, my question is, if you had to pick one real piece of drama that was not aired that you think MTV would have loved to have captured and used,
3: what would it be? Think. Oh, I I like that question. I feel like they got everything.
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. So I think the only thing that comes to mind is Liz Gately, when she was on, said that in our interviews, we were talking about some sort of like pro or winter formal running. Oh. Remember that happened with with you and Lauren at a, a bathroom or okay, something? Okay, yeah.
3: So, well, and we've talked about this. Really, the drama between the three of us happened before MTV came. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I guess they would have loved to get <laughs> yeah, the meat yeah. of that drama.
2: Yeah, or probably have some sort of which Never really happens like a, a confrontation like you see with Jessica and Alex. Okay, yeah.
3: Like a Lauren and I showdown.
2: Yeah, but it, it says a it lot wouldn't that wouldn't have been
3: pretty for her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, it says a lot that there wasn't one. You know, as far yeah, as because, like it, Yeah, yeah. It, again, there was a a moment in time, yeah. and then there were plenty of other opportunities. But as you see in the end of second season, like you go over to her house. Granite MTV doesn't have you say hi. Nor do you say goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> okay. even though
3: I know I did. You said hi. <laughs>
2: you might not have said goodbye,
3: <sighs> or a showdown between you and Hot Sam, my senior year, <laughs> a new love that triangle
2: that would have never happened. You know, Sam. <laughs> Sam was a much better skimboarder. <laughs> and you know what? A, a like, skim off. Yeah, yeah. He would have wiped the floor <laughs> with me. Um, oh my god! So, I say yeah. they
3: got they got they, all they were. They got all get. the goods. Yeah,
2: but you know, to Anna, what you said about you know, how it, it evokes a feeling for you of, of being back in, at that time in your life with your friends. That is the big underestimated part for this whole experience for me as far as, as people getting together and watching the show and being able to relate to it has been the very, very cool kind of caveat, I guess. Yeah, it's
3: I agree. Right. That it made such an impact on, on people's lives that, I mean, they were talking about it at lunch the next day. I mean, that's <laughs> That's cool. That's very cool. Yeah. So, and the fact that she was Team Kristen, well, we know she's awesome.
2: There you go. (laughs) Well, thank you, Anna. I appreciate that voicemail. Let's jump to Macy next.
1: Hey, Kristen. Hey, Stephen. My name is Macy. I'm from South Florida. I have a question, but I have a quick little story that goes along with it. So, for reference, I just turned 30 this month. And when I was 13 in 2006, I had a liver transplant. And it's pretty intense, but nothing. on wood, everything's doing great now and everything's been amazing. I was granted a make-a-wish and obviously I needed to go to Laguna Beach, but I had to meet Lauren and I did. It was amazing. I got to go to the house that's in wow. season two and have a barbecue with all of season three cast. Eden, what? you were supposed to be there. I asked what for you. I don't know if they even told you. You should
3: fly to her <laughs> but, house right um, now.
1: <laughs> it was amazing. She took me down. We got to go to the surf shop. We wow. got to go to all the boutiques. It was truly a dream come true. So That's here we was. are at the end of January. We'll be 17 years post-transplant. So I thought this would be a good time to call in and ask wow. what your most sentimental experience or something that was super special that you guys got to do because of the show. Because this was very much a special moment that I am telling my kids about now. Mm-hmm. And Kristen, I love you. I love your style. Steven, I love you. Yeah, hopefully I get <laughs> I to hear you guys answer this. <laughs> not but we love you. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Wow. What's
2: up with my style?
1: That's
3: really special. What happened to you? What?
2: Do I have decent style?
3: No. No, I'm just kidding. I'm no, you now. do. No, What's you do. Now? Are
2: we good?
3: Yeah, there you go. Buttoned up. Very <laughs> professional. Uh, why were you not at this barbecue, Steven? Oh. Got busy.
2: (laughs) So 2006. Well, first of all, this is amazing, Macy. Thank you for sharing that, and and congrats. You know, 17 years later, post transplant. What I mean, fuck. I can't imagine going through that at 13. No. Like we thought we had our troubles in Little Laguna Beach. Shit. Fuck. Yeah. Throw a liver transplant into that. Definitely puts it into perspective. But that's awesome. Shout out Lauren for for taking you around, having you over to her house for a barbecue. I mean, that's the freaking dream in 2006. Which, by the way, also, in, I mean, today, I, I've been to a few barbecues at Lauren's for 4th of July in the last, you know, 10 years and still throws a killer party. So, <laughs> maybe we can meet there, Macy. But yeah, 2006, <laughs> I actually, I don't remember this. And, and I'm sorry, I would have loved to, to be there. Yeah, I was probably, 2006, I started shooting One Tree Hill. So, I was probably in North Carolina. You yeah, yeah.
3: Well, that's too bad. Do you remember anything that you got to do that was really meaningful because of the show?
2: You know what? Lauren and I did a Don't Text and Drive campaign.
3: Oh, that's a good one. Wow. For
2: Allstate, I believe. And yeah, I remember doing that with her. And it was interesting because they brought a lot of kids out from around the country and had them from that were in high school and middle school. And there was a little conference. And Lauren and I were there. I don't remember if we spoke or or, or I think we were like doing, you know, whatever. There was broken off in different groups and, and discussing this stuff. Oh, and then we we went and we chalked up the sidewalks and, and trying to raise awareness for don't text and drive. That's good. And yeah, I remember being, there was a lot of kids that I was like, oh my God, these kids are so much smarter than I was mm. <laughs> at yeah. that age. There were a yeah. lot of very w- wise, wise little kids that were hanging out with us. So that's that was cool. cool.
3: Yeah, that's cool.
2: All right, let's jump to Tina.
1: Hi there. My name Tina and I just rewatched the entire season one of Laguna Beach and I have one question why does every single person's dad look just like Donnie Osmond <laughs> I'm not sure if anyone else noticed <laughs> that, that is but I couldn't Jim, help Jim yeah. Donnie Osmond in every single person's father uh, that's all,
3: bye <laughs> that's hilarious
1: don't they have an all answer, do <laughs>
3: kind of look similar, though. That's actually I've never thought of that, but that's really funny.
2: Does your who would your would your dad get that? Who he looks like? My dad would get t- sliced alone sometimes.
3: Okay, my dad would say Al Pacino. Hmm.
2: The Italians there.
3: That's really funny.
2: Um, all right, well, thank you, Tina.
1: Appreciate that.
2: Letting <laughs> <funny laughs> know that <note>. insight. <laughs> all right, let's go to Teresa.
1: Hi, Stephen and Kristen. My name is Teresa, and I'm calling from California, NorCal. Oh, Cal. And this <laughs> may seem like a crazy question, but I think the two of you are kind of breakup goals, break up goals. because break there's so goals. many people who can't get along after <laughs> they break up, so my question is, how are you guys being, how are you able to keep your relationship going and be friendly towards each other?
2: Thank
3: you for the time, and have a great day. I like this question.
1: very
2: interesting question. Thank you, Teresa. You know, how, I. How, so, yeah, you know, how, how are we able to keep our relationship, and be friendly towards each other?
3: Well, I think every ex situation is different. I'm friendly with most of my exes, not all of them. I think for us in particular, because it was high school, because we had the show, like there were. And because it's been a long time. It's It's not like we were like best friends right away. I think people forget
2: that when we're doing this podcast. (laughs) It's been almost 20 years. Yeah. Like we are different humans.
3: Yeah. It's not like it's like two years ago we dated. But I I don't know. I think like I really look back on our relationship and it was very special. I think it was innocent and sweet in a way. You know, obviously it was a little toxic at times. But it was like a very… Yeah. But it was like a very innocent, sweet love. And… So I have just fond memories of it. And I think because of the show, we'll always be bonded and connected in that way. But I don't know. High school sweethearts are something that's really special.
2: I don't know. I try to be a little more optimistic with relationships and people. And and you look at certain chapters in your life. And as as long as, you know, something catastrophic didn't happen or very traumatic to you, when relationships fizzle out and Move on with your life. I think that it can be looked at as more of a positive of like that time of like oh we we grew up during that time and and you know a lot of things happened and and there's you know you could look at some nice memories maybe some travels or some things that you did. I mean, yeah, we were juniors and seniors in high school. Well, everything was. I was a sophomore. sophomore. Yeah, yeah,
3: we were babies.
2: So we're in high school. It's a complete shit show. You throw in MTV cameras, and I mean, it's such a unique time in your life and have it documented and go through all of that and try to process it. Yeah. I, I think it added an extra layer of cementing friendship over mm-hmm. all these years of like, wow, like, look like how far we've come. Yeah. You know, and yeah. we can say that now, which is awesome. Yeah. You know, I've got great relationships with, with all my exes. You all know, them? It's, it's, I mean, it, it's not like we talk all the time, but yeah. like, you know, if you see something or hear something or you, something, you know, comes up, like I'm a text away or and say yeah. hi and, and, and check in and, I don't know. But I, I think I that's could do great. That, I could be
3: friends with all of my exes. I have mm-hmm. two that can't be friends with me, which, okay, fine. But well, shit, your problem, not mine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. But look, everyone that was on the show, we do share a bond and, and a connection from this. And look, we haven't all talked about it very much. And as we've seen, which has been so cool with this podcast, is we've had an opportunity to you know, break it down with everybody Mm -hmm. and get their feelings on it. And I know while at first it being very nerve wracking for them coming on the show, I was speaking with all of them, to then after the fact, them being like, oh, that was actually really nice. And yeah, obviously it would be most fun for us to sit down here, you and I, considering that we were in a relationship during that time and it was a big part of the show, and break it all down. So yeah, yeah, breakup goals, sure.
3: Breakup goals,
1: we'll take it. (laughs) I love it. All
2: right, thank you, Teresa, for that. let's let's get one more let's do uh, Rebecca
1: hi Kristen Stephen my name is Rebecca I'm from Las Vegas I was curious if they were going to make we're going to be into a movie which actor and actress would you want to play you thanks for doing the podcast and I hope you hear this question on the air
2: you look like you don't want to answer this. No, 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 that no, no. Yeah. I do,
3: I do. It's funny because I fun. I used to be asked this all the time on red carpets, and I would always be like, I don't know. But
2: hold on. Let me see if I can guess. Okay. Wait, question. Actually, is it now?
3: Yeah, now. Well, if they were just gonna if make Laguna gonna do, Beach into a
2: movie, but Oh, okay. So they would it would have to be Well, I guess you could really do any actor. You, I, could, do you could do any actor. Yeah, it's like who it's do you two- want to play you? Okay. Oh, yours is gonna be ooh. Oh dude, man. Dude.
3: I'm to phone a friend.
2: Yours would be Kate Hudson.
3: That's a good guess because I feel like I used to say that, but now I would say… <laughs> Wait,
2: you, you feel like you used to say I, that?
3: Because <laughs> I got asked that question all the time on the red carpet and I'd be like, I don't know. I like Kate Hudson. But I would go with Margot Robbie.
2: Okay. What about you? Keanu Reeves.
3: Oh my God. that He kind of looks like you guys. Does look, he? I mean, I can see I can it a little it. bit.
2: Take it. That's a good you. one. Keanu Reeves from Point Break. Or yeah. Bill and Ted. <laughs> uh,
3: point break. Oh yeah. I'm gonna watch that tonight. I just want to put this out there.
2: I fucking love Keanu Reeves.
3: I almost so, hit him in a car one time in LA, in Beverly Hills. Bastard. I was gonna run
2: Don't you it was a yellow light. Over.
3: I didn't, but no. imagine that I would have been like, oops sorry. He's, he's care extremely of. good looking. Is he? Yeah. Oh right like, on. Oh my god, that was Keanu Reeves, and he's hot. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, this is a long time ago, but oh. yeah.
2: Mine's not necessarily for the looks of it all. I just well, remember him think, as a person, as, as an t- actor. T-
3: take it for the looks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that was fun. All right. <laughs>
2: all right, you guys. Thank you all for all the voicemails yeah. and calling in. There's been some funny stuff, some stuff that we can't air. You interesting folks out there. But uh, yeah, there is, it's been fun to connect on that level. So yeah,
3: yeah. Thank you for all of those, you guys. Wow. Okay. Well, holy shit. Should we wrap up this thing one last time?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think, I guess we got to do our little grades. All
3: right. Overall, overall, both seasons, like just as a whole.
2: Overall, everything. What are you rating, you, Kristen Cavallari, as you watch (laughs) yourself on Laguna Beach, the real fishbowl? Okay, yeah. the real Orange County.
3: I mean, I guess <clears throat> for both seasons, I have to just give myself a C. You know, because this is an average, right? <sighs> the final episode of season two, an A, which helps bring up this to a C, but I feel like there's a <laughs> lot of Cs. You're, D's you're like F. a deed plus. Until, I mean, literally, okay. but yeah, I mean, because you know, I'm, and I think it's different now. Like, the timing of it back in the day, I was, like, very shocking, right? Like, I was, like, a very strong personality. I think now you watch it, and you're like, I, I wasn't that bad considering what's on TV now, but I'm still going to go, like, a steady C.
2: Mm-hmm. Maybe a C plus, Solid. Okay. Well, wait, like, at the last minute there, you, you know, you finished strong. Yeah. Last episode Just was what brought great. up my average. There you go. <laughs>
3: Otherwise, yeah. we'd be hovering, you know, below average here.
2: Yeah, I think I was hovering below average. The I, majority I of that. Mo-
3: yeah. <laughs> Most episodes, I mean, you gave yourself an F or a D.
2: Yep. I think that was, yeah, that was probably my favorite quote of Back to the Beach. <laughs> oh, God. It's just F.
3: Literally, <laughs> no. Giving
2: myself an F.
3: Every episode.
2: And watching the fucking episodes, it would be, <laughs> fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> it would just be sit there, like, laughing and be like, Fuck, man. I was going to have to type my notes. Oh,
3: wow. <laughs> Bro. <laughs>
2: <laughs> got some explaining to do. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to go see. Okay. I, I got to see for myself. You know, I think… It's higher we, than we, I
3: would have expected. We, well, we made it out. Yeah. We made it out of there. We did it. <laughs> to, 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 Barely. The streets
2: of Laguna Beach. Yeah. The real Orange County. We made it out of there, and we grew up. So, I, I look at that as a, as, as a reflection as well. But yeah, I see because… There's a lot of stuff I'm not proud of in there, but I'll take it. You know okay. what? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I it's, a, it's something that we signed up for. And look, this also will take me into my overall series grade. Okay. As an audience member watching it, it's a fucking A.
3: I mean, okay. they knocked
2: it out of the park. MTV, like we've said, we give them a hard time of like, oh, you know, the way MTV portrayed this, but we don't have our ill will towards them. You know, no. we are grateful for the opportunity. We're thankful. They had a job to do. They had to create Interesting content series for a generation to watch for people to to tune into their channel and they did something that was outside the box and they went for it and they got plenty of blowback themselves. Like the fact that this industry, based on you know, writers and written scripts and and, you know reality, there's the big stigma about Mm -hmm. it. Like, oh, reality, like fuck that. Right. And MTV went for it and they created something unique that connected with an audience. So they get an A. And honestly, congratulations to everybody who made the show because I watch it back now and I'm like, fuck, they nailed it. They did a great job with what they got with these amateur performers. They cut it together. They edited the music and we're talking to Liz Gately. They spent a lot of time editing, trying to make sure that every little frame was in the best moment possible. Yeah. And I understand that now as a storyteller now, and I'm in the middle of editing EDG. And it's just like, you're putting together a story and to see what they put together is pretty beautiful.
3: Oh, all right. So you're kind of swaying me. I actually said a B, but I agree with you. I, so I think at the time, it was definitely an A. I guess, like, now when I watch it, and I'm—I guess I shouldn't let what's on TV now sway me, but I think—I don't know that yeah. it was actually, like, that juicy. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I actually feel like—yeah, there's a love triangle, but, like, was there really? <laughs> Kind of like I don't really was, whatever really happened. Like it was a lot of looks and music, yeah, yeah. but like when you take all that away, like there really wasn't that much there. That's but funny. it was still I mean still good, and because it's high school kids and whatnot. But I'm I'm gonna stay at a B.
2: Okay, so I had a B plus, and then I, I bumped it up to an A. Okay, I, I think that Re-
3: for the appreciation of the editing and the, the execution of the job. Yeah. Okay. Yes.
2: Uh, uh, for an audience watching, looking for something to watch on TV you know, based on the fact that we get a lot of people to this day, say, was it real or what? Yeah. Or wanting, you know, I think a lot of the intrigue in this podcast is is breaking down what was real, what was not. And
1: yeah.
2: that resonated with the audience, you know? And yeah. so they, they achieved something there that is unique and, at, you know, a first of its kind without us talking to camera. There's no interviews. Yeah. We're just there. And you're right. When you pull back some of that stuff, some of the looks, all that, what is the show? <laughs> but that's the new genre of, of TV that they created. And yeah. to this day, I think a lot of reality TV when I've you know seen some bits and pieces here and there, I you know, you see they're like, oh, edited, like that's a clear cut. They're trying to pull stuff together, stuff that's not there. They're trying to form the story with what they have. And yeah, so okay. look, we signed up to do it. No, totally. And I mean little, it's uh, gotten yeah. us
3: where we are today. So it's all good. Of course. Okay, yeah. No, that all that all makes sense. What about one large
1: do over? <laughs>
2: Very large do-over would would be don't do it.
3: No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Don't do the show.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, no. no. I'll go back and do it again. I, I I, I mean, for me, it's it's Cabo.
3: Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, look. So what? Don't drink so much. Don't even go to Cabo.
2: No, no. I'm I'm going. I for me, (laughs) it's it's not it's not yelling at you the way I did on camera.
3: Okay. Wow.
2: On fuck (laughs) you. (gasps) <gasps> I, okay, yeah. No, it's it's the way that I express my emotions. That's, yeah, there's so much immaturity there. Okay. And I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, yelling a profanity at you yeah. in front of people. Yeah. And you're trying to enjoy yourself. Yeah. I'm trying to have some fun. <laughs> like, let's, yeah, that would be, okay. that's, that's a major do-over. Like, if I could take that back, what would I do? Well, first of all, I think that I would hopefully have a little bit better wherewithal of understanding, like, what was going on with our relationship? What was happening at that point in life? And knowing that, like, look, you need to not like have some sort of expectation in your mind of like what's supposed to happen. And if it doesn't go your way, mm. doesn't mean that it's anybody else's fault. You yeah, know, it's like yeah. maybe you need to assess where your expectations are coming from. But you know, projecting that all onto you, or not projecting it, but throwing all of that energy, the the negativity onto you, was very poor. And thank you. Of course, we wish we could.
3: Yeah. Okay. So, wow. Just okay. Like, Thanks.
2: You know, look, the tequila still would have flown. Yeah. Like I, 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 yeah, I would, I would be having a great time down in Cabo, but maybe we should have just kept our distance. You know, should be at different bars. Different bars. What a different bar. Plenty of great spots. Go down back to in Squid Cabo. Row. <laughs> yeah. Or giggling Marlin. You Know what I should have yeah. done at the giggling Marlin? I don't know if they still do this. You could hang upside down. Yeah. Like a Marlin. That's
3: what you should have. That's doing. where
2: my ass should have been. <laughs> or you should have just dragged me over there. Like you know what, Steven?
3: Stay. Day. Just
2: tie up my ankles <laughs> yeah. and then crank it I'm gonna up. I'm going
3: to go back over here to Dancing <laughs> it on the tie Bar. Leave it tired not. You stay. You're out of here. Okay, I like that. And I appreciate it. Mine would be just in a general sense, like every single episode, elaborate, explain my thought process, and just know that it's okay to be vulnerable because I felt like I was always so quick to just... Like, I would never explain anything. And I think that's why I came off so bitchy. And so just an overall do-over would be like just I don't know tell us why you're feeling the way you're feeling or thinking what you're thinking instead yeah. of just it coming off so harsh
2: there's a lot that you're still trying to figure out though in yeah and doing that because like you're saying before like you're that was your way of protecting yourself uh, right totally was to just lash out and poke fun
3: just have a wall up at all times like I was deathly afraid of being vulnerable I've had to learn that over the years how to so be you, vulnerable but
2: sure you would take the piss out of everything and out right. of everybody and be yeah. quick to do that so that that built, you know, supposedly a tough exterior.
3: But, yeah, for sure. Okay. Right, yeah. What about a, a favorite quote?
2: Favorite quote? <laughs> an F?
3: An, yeah, <laughs> just, from the podcast. Just yeah. giving
2: myself an F, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think. What about, you know, I don't know. Well,
3: I don't, I, I don't know that I have one like from the podcast, but I, I have two that really stand out in my mind that have from day one. And it is, Stephen, oh, <laughs> and Dunzo, like those two, all they're gonna be on my tombstone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you need those tattooed. Oh, I'm gonna
3: get Stephen tattooed for sure. <laughs> you need animals.
2: You need like a you need a bunny, something, uh, some sort of a pet named Dunzo. Oh
3: my god, <laughs> Dunzo.
2: And then uh, yeah, you can get you can get like a hamster or something. To name it.
3: I'm getting a hamster Steve this weekend. Man.
2: So or get get two hamsters. One named Steve. Dunzo and oh, or, Steve one and the other one Ben.
3: Stephen, <laughs> still got it. <laughs> all right. Well, holy shit.
2: That's about that, huh?
3: Yeah, that's that. Where do we go from here? <laughs> I'm lost. I don't know now where to go. Okay, this one's for all of my parents out there. Let's talk diapers. I'm really excited to introduce you guys to Coterie if you are not already familiar with them. I'm very happy to say I've been out of the diaper game for many years, and I do not miss those days. However, I've used every diaper under the sun, and I know a thing or two about a good one. And so I'm loving Coterie. They sent me some, and while I'm not going to be using them, I will be gifting them to a friend because I love them. They are so soft and durable, and they blow other diapers out of the water as far as I'm concerned. I remember those sleepless nights when you're getting up constantly to change your baby's diaper. I know you parents do too, if you have little ones. And if you have a little one, I can almost guarantee that it's probably been a while since you've had a full night's sleep without interruptions. Well, Coterie diapers are designed for better sleep and have given parents all over the place at least an extra one to three hours of sleep per night. And you know, those one to three hours are huge. (laughs) Parenting is stressful enough, and you're supposed to somehow do it all effortlessly. It's the small hacks that are the biggest game changers. And for most parents, that means a better diaper. That's why people everywhere are using Coterie. Coterie products are fragrance free, hypoallergenic, and made with responsibly sourced plant based materials, all while feeling as soft as cashmere on your little baby's bottom. They've also been awarded Best Diaper by Parents.com and BabyList. Okay, not too shabby. All right, you guys, it's time you use a better diaper. And right now, Coterie is partnering with this podcast to offer you 20% off your first order plus free shipping at Coterie.com, promo code BEACH. That's Coterie, spelled C-O-T-E-R-I-E.com. Promo code BEACH for 20% off and free shipping. Coterie.com, promo code BEACH. Okay, guys, let's talk about Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix has a range of wear now styles in season-ready colors, trends, and patterns to help refresh your wardrobe. With Stitch Fix, you can get a personal stylist who will curate the perfect pieces for your unique style and fit. Get started now and bring some new life to your wardrobe this season. Stitch Fix is the best way to discover new styles and brands just for you. Think of Stitch Fix as your style partner. Your stylist will learn about your tastes and collaborate with you on looks you'll love. All you have to do is answer a few questions about where you typically like to shop, what you like to wear, and your price range. With your choices in mind and a wide range of styles available, anything from extra small to 3XL, they'll find your perfect fit. They've got you covered with over a thousand brands and styles. Try your pieces at home before you buy. Just keep what you love and send back the rest. Plus, shipping, returns, and exchanges are always free. There's no subscription required. Simply order a refresh as needed or set it and forget it with regular seasonal fixes. You're in control. You guys, I have been browsing their website, and I have to say it's very easy to use. Their style quiz was a breeze. Um, I'm actually getting some nice little pointers, and right now I'm all about dresses because I just want easy and comfortable this summer, and I was looking at their dresses, and there's some cute stuff, not going to lie. Their website is just very user-friendly, so definitely check it out. So you guys try Stitch Fix today at stitchfix.com slash beach, and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash beach for 25% off today. Stitchfix.com slash beach. Okay, I'm sure the audience wants to know when we will see or speak to each other again, yeah?
2: I'm sure, yes. Are we going to do season three of Laguna no. Beach no. <laughs> no, 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 we're, we're not.
3: <laughs> we're not. Guys,
2: but... this is this always going to have an expiration date yeah. for us. And this was great, as it was. It's perfect. We did our episodes. Yeah. Watched it. Let's move on. Yeah. It, you know? But
3: we'll, I mean, we've stayed in touch over the years. We will continue to stay in touch. And… Who knows what's in the future, you know? Maybe we'll do something else together. You never know.
2: Never know. You never know. Yeah. I, I, you know, just with everyone on the show, everyone's always going to be in touch. And Especially
3: now that, you know, we've all reconnected on this podcast and also the Uncommon James video. I think mm-hmm. we've like reformed mm-hmm. this connection and mm-hmm. we all want to stay in touch, I think, mm-hmm. more than we have. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. This is a note where we'll shout out. Our producer, by the way, thank you, Rosie Atkinson, who has taken us through all of this. Couldn't have done
3: it without her. Beautiful
2: smile over there. Yeah, she has been the trio here. Yes, the three of us have made this podcast go, and she has kept us in line, kept us on time. It's true. And listened to us just, you know, rant about our Laguna Beach days. So, shout out, Rosie. Thank you for everything. And she had a nice little comment she wanted to put in here. Question, or actually, a lot of these questions are from Rosie. Okay, so. most of them.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> she says, What is something about this podcast that reminded you of each other? You know, I feel like you're unapologetically you.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Like, kind of no bullshit. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about this how you processed the show and moving forward, and you, you took on the role and you're like I, like, I get this. I know what this is. And I feel like that you're brave enough to do that and then go forth with it. And it's a lot of vulnerability of yourself, you know, to go on to do other reality shows. But to take on that part, yeah, it, it takes someone very strong and Thanks. stronger than I. And it's, so I give you a lot of credit for that. And in doing this, I see that reminded of that of you. Look, I'm no bullshit. I'm going to tell you how it is.
3: <laughs> yeah. This is
2: what I'm feeling.
3: Yeah, so. that is very much still me. Well, th- I mean, thank you. Okay. So this podcast really reminded me, and I have kind of said it earlier, but like of pure sweet love. Like I really think we had this like very, like there was like no guard up or like no trying to like get something from the other person. It was just like sweet. Like it was like a very innocent sweet love. Now that I'm dating, it's like, this is what I actually want to recreate or like find again is like that innocence and that pureness. Mm -hmm. It's a lot harder as an adult, obviously. But so that's, Like you are, you're like the ultimate, like the sweetest guy in the world. You really are, and so that's what I'm taking away. That is Stephen 2.0.
1: Where are you? We
2: try to be. (laughs) Fuck are you? (laughs) We we try to be kind. You know, I feel like, yeah, you gave yourself
3: a bad rap from the show, but like ultimately you. You are you're the sweetest, and I mean you can see it on the show.
2: Look, it, it's 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 a lot harder to be an asshole. I feel like it takes a lot more energy, and yeah. at the end of the day, it's not going to get you too far in life. I feel like because you know the ch- the chickens always come back to roost. Because, you know you got a couple of chickens I know out all there.
3: About
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyways, that that's very sweet of you to say that. Yeah, you know yeah. I think look doing the show has been an amazing experience. It, it really exceeded everything. Yeah, I've said this before. Doing it with you was you know the first and maybe. Probably the only way I could see this show happening, you know? Right. And and that's, again, with what I, I mentioned about how you are unapologetically, you you, you are going to kind of go, no bullshit. <laughs> and the bravery in that sense and being that person, I think, coming in to do this show and look back on all of it. Go through 40 fucking episodes. For, Is that how many we, it was? Yeah. Like 20 something, 30 episodes of Laguna Beach, the Rural Orange County. Yeah. And break that down like I knew you'd be able to step up and do that and do what we've done which is give yeah. each other shit yeah and it's what we talked about when we first started talking about this yeah and I'm so glad we did it because we almost didn't do it
3: I know you I said no it. At first. I said no I know but thank god you you kept pushing me not pushing me but, but like, I, I
2: didn't really the funny thing was I remember we, we kind of talked about it and then there was a moment that's right the COVID had canceled this this press tour for everyone is doing great for season one in Australia. And, I, and so I had all of a sudden these two months opened up. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? And one day I was like, you know what? Let's just do this podcast. Yeah. Like, let's, and, and so I hit you up about it and you're like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> and then honestly, I called you not too long after you said, I don't know about it. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to do a podcast. I called you like that afternoon and I honestly was just calling to say hi. Like, what's up? How have you been? Yeah. And we that's immediately so started funny. talking <laughs> about the, Like, I didn't call you to just convince you. like, "Hey, oh, that's take a look. Funny. But we, we started talking about it and you kind of said, Very quickly, you're like, well, I don't know. Like, I could be convinced. And I was like, oh, shit. All right, let's talk about it. And then we went from there and we continued to talk about it. And then here we are. Yeah. And I'm glad we did it. I mean.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's truly a highlight of my career. This has been amazing. I've loved every second.
2: There was a curtain over everything for me. I mentioned the beginning of this and, you know, doing this podcast has lifted that. Mm -hmm. And what I found underneath that was a lot of positive memories and really beautiful moments with everyone in the cast and what we went through at that time in our life. And it's nice to have that now when I think about the show and not everything else. Yeah, exactly. Look, I want to say thank you to the audience, all of you guys for listening, to everybody who came on and and shared their experience, to Liz Gately, who created this show, who actually came on because a lot of producers did not come on. And Liz... (laughs)
3: Liz showed up.
2: ...to come on and talk about the show. And I give her a lot of credit about that. And for you. Thank you. Thank you for coming here and and you know, being you and and sharing, you know what everyone out there who's you know continues to be a fan of you to this day, what you do, you know, your personality is, is great and it's so fun for this. and it's been so fun to do it with you. so
3: Aww, thank you. you're gonna make me cry. Come on, <laughs> Thank you. This has been so great. i'm actually, I'm so sad it's over. I mean, I really am. It flew by. and yeah, you guys, the audience, everyone who listened, thank you guys so much. This has been so special to see the response this podcast has has had and so thank you guys for tuning in every week
2: you know what guys just imagine we're, one more tequila show. yeah
1: cheers
2: <laughs> we're at a bonfire yeah. you know oh, and the God. camera's pulled away wow. and saying goodbye down wow. there in laguna beach that's a wrap on that and again thank you guys maybe we'll talk to you soon
3: thank you guys so much Thanks for listening to Back to the Beach with me, Kristen Cavallari, and the best ex-boyfriend ever, Stephen Coletti.
2: We are so stoked to bring you along on this journey back through Laguna Beach with us.
3: You can find us on Instagram at at Dear Media Studio, hashtag BTTBpod, at Kristen Cavallari, and at Stephen Coletti.
2: Got any questions about the show? Give us a call on our Back to the Beach hotline, 1-844-LAGUNA-ZERO.
3: And if you like our show, please make sure you follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this so you don't miss an episode. And don't forget to leave us a rating and a review.
2: Back to the Beach is a Dear Media production hosted by Kristen Cavallari and Stephen Clay.
3: Our show is produced by Rosalie Atkinson.
2: Post production by Amanda Vandekar, Michelle Harrison, and Taylor O'Connor.
3: Music supervision by Jonathan Lane.
2: Our theme song is Come Clean, written by John Shanks and Cara Diaguardi.
3: Cover composed by Steve Shebby.
2: And our executive producers are Jocelyn Falk, Paige Port, and Michael Bostic.